the Italian Wine Podcast is the community-driven platform for Italian wine geeks around the world. Support the show by donating at italianwinepodcast.com. Donate five or more euros and we'll send you a copy of our latest book, My Italian Grape Geek Journal, absolutely free. To get your free copy of My Italian Grape Geek Journal, click support us at italianwinepodcast.com or wherever you get your pods. Grazie mille. Welcome to another episode of On the Road Edition, hosted by Stevie Kim. Each week, she travels to incredible wine destinations, interviewing some of the Italian wine scene's most interesting personalities, talking about wines, the foods, as well as the incredible travel destinations. Hello. Good morning, everybody. It's actually half past one, so good afternoon. My name is Stevie Kim, and this is actually a new series for the Italian Wine Podcast, and it is with Jeff Porter, because he's just moved. Hello, everybody. I'm seeing a lot of people here. This is a special series. Hey, Jeff. How are you? Ciao. Ciao. Ciao, ragazzo. Grazie. <laughs> are you outside? See on my uh, terrazzo. Oh, excellent. You have a terrazzo. That's the real Dolce Vita here. So I was just introducing you because this is a new series. It's only Insta Live series, but of course, well, we played on the Italian Wine Podcast where we have a much wider audience. And it's called the Living the Dolce Vita with Jeff Porter because you've just moved here. See, it's been one week in the day. Where are you? We are living in Torino, in Piemonte. Okay, so in Torino, in the city? In the city, right right outside the center, on along the Po, on the, I guess, the eastern side of the city. Okay, for those of you who are less familiar, I, I think he's very famous, of course, in the Italian wine world. He's in what you would call an American, very American, a Texan beverage professional, wine professional. I think you've been working in the field for how many, how many is now already? Um, 23, 23 years. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm very excited because he's, he's so much fun. He is of course our Italian wine ambassador. He writes for a wine enthusiast. He tastes wine for wine enthusiasts. He also had a series of his own called Sip Trip Italy and you can still find that on his YouTube channel, and maybe it's still streaming somewhere, right? It's on some TV, YouTube, and then I'm going to, you know, hopefully do some mini versions of Sip Trip now that we're in Italy. Fantastic. We're looking forward to that. So what we thought of doing, I just, I really literally pinged him three days ago, and I said, while you're here, why don't we do an Insta Live series, just a few minutes every week, just to touch base with you and try to understand his capability to adapt to Italian lifestyle and life in general. So tell us why you are in Torino at the moment. What made you come to Torino? So I'll back up a little bit. I was one of those college kids who, who always wanted to do a, um, a study abroad. But I made the fatal mistake of listening to my girlfriend at the time. And she was like, oh, we'll break up. And I was like, I didn't want to break up. So I didn't go. But who's your wife at the moment or another my, girlfriend? Uh, 
that this was this was a long time oh, okay. before okay. before my amazing wife who who's joined me and our daughter. I don't have many regrets. I'm lucky to say in my life, and there's the one regret I've really had. And as I've got deeper and deeper into Italian wine, and I've hit a ceiling in my Italian language abilities that I think if without studying and, and being immersed in the culture and the language that I wouldn't be able to like kind of turn the corner in my Italian to be able to like really connect on a heart to heart basis with producers who may not speak English as well, or also just so they could understand me. And so I could meet them more than halfway. What is your um, current level of Italian right now? Perfunctory. Like <laughs> I can, I can get around. You can, can order, order food. I can Why? order food. I can find the bathroom. I can. I understand more than I can speak. We're taking intensive Italian. I started Monday. Right. I go three hours every morning. Every uh, day, just, Monday every through Friday. Day, Monday through Friday. I just got done with class right before this. I was running home because it's like a thirty-minute walk. Right. And Italy means so much to me for so many different reasons. I want to be deeper into the culture, and this is. I kind of want to hopefully establish. A foot in both places more so. I mean, I've always kind of been hopping back and forth, but you know, having deeper roots here, I think, is just going to allow me to have a better ability to convey the message and ideas of producers to the audience back in the states. And you've chosen Torino because you're near Barolo and Piemonte in general, or? When my wife and I were looking at cities, since we live in New York City, we didn't want to live in a big city, so Rome and Milan were kind of like. We don't want to be a part I know, of that, no, yeah. right? But we also wanted some city life. And so there were three cities that were kind of in our rank. Okay, were what were the top threes? Let's hear it. So Bologna. Mm-hmm. Good choice. Um, Torino. Okay. Bolzano uh, were the, kind, of, kind of the three. And Bolzano got nixed. Yeah, quickly. Bolzano not, is not really, I, I wouldn't call it a real city. And it's no disparaging to Alto Adige. It's just like it didn't fit into what our family needed. Yeah. You know, we needed a place that had international schools. So schools that would, would educate in English, but also teach our daughter Italian. So she's going to Torino has a few of those. And then just for family reasons, I wanted to be close enough to an airport where I could immediately get back to the States if something happened. Both of our parents are older. Right. So Malpensa is only 45 minutes away. So if there was something, some issue, we could hop on a plane and get home. Plus, there's the Fecherosa runs through Torino that goes into France. And it also, right now, the tunnel's closed. But it also can get us to anywhere. I can be in, in Verona in three hours. I can be in Rome in four. I can be in Florence in two hours. So that was another reason. And then... Coming back to America, Vinitaly International Academy, the ultimate Italian wine qualification will be held in New York City from 4 to 6 March 2024. Have you got what it takes to become the next Italian wine ambassador? Find out at Vinitaly.com. You know, in, in looking at all... Hold the, on one second, okay, because no worries. I think my... Okay. Okay, grazie. Yeah, so it's, it's of course, lunchtime here, which means right. when the courier arrives, no one is around. And I'm the closest to the door, as you're the, you know. You're the, yeah. you're the door person. Yeah, I am the multitasking staff at the moment. Okay. That's, yeah, and Torino kind of fit all the bells that we needed as a family. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, when I look at the places in, in Italy where I have deep connections from friends' standpoint and also just in case we needed help, 
Right. This was kind of a place where I, I know some people in Torino who are from, who are Tornese. I know people obviously in the Long A that if our family was in trouble, then people could help us. Right. How old is your daughter? Today, she turned 10. Oh my God. So she's still small. So where is she going to school? Like an international school? She's going to an international school here. Right. Um, She takes the bus every morning. I drop her off. It's right. The the pickup's right down the street. Right. She came back. My wife and I were very concerned about her. You know, she's been at the same school in New York since she was three. Mm -hmm. And so we were kind of concerned about you know, would she like it? You know, a lot of the international schools in Italy are like 50% Italians and then 50% other kids from all around the world. And, you know, Italian kids are, are not necessarily, I mean, that's a different culture. So we weren't sure how they were going to accept her. And she came back the first day. She was like, I love it. Oh, great. Um, Fantastic. So far, so good. Amy uh, says, Hello, happy birthday, Bea. Ah, thank you. Thank you very much. But so far, a week and a day in, it's been great. You know, it's there's been hiccups. Like, you know, everybody was warning us it's Italy. And like, you know, the biggest hiccup. And today we were able to do this because I got Wi-Fi yesterday. Um, <laughs> Welcome um, to my life. So when we rented the apartment, the other things that were challenging is like, we needed an apartment for, we're staying for eight months. So it's a short oh, eight term months, sabba- right, right. sabbatical. We needed a fully furnished apartment. Mm-hmm. We needed a garage. We needed all these. Certain- How did you find the apartment in the end? Like an agency or we went through, online? We went through, we went through an agency, a, a friend of a friend connected. And it was interesting that the agent didn't speak any English. Mm-hmm. So in Norda is my landlord, but we're, we find a way to communicate. Now, right. It's, it's fast practice for me. Yes. To, intensive and, learning. And and the first day we walk in on January 2nd, he's like, oh, mi dispiace, un, un fibra non faccio. And I'm like, oh, no. And I had to like turn in a lot of work for the magazine that week. And I was like freaking out. And he was like, you know, it's still a holiday here. I don't know. It could be next week. It could be the week When after. did you move? What was when did you get to Italy? Uh, the 2nd of January. Oh, OK. So you, just now, actually. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were here over the holidays. Okay. I mean, we were in Val d'Aosta oh, okay. days before, mm-hmm. but that sounded so bougie. But everybody out there, skiing is a lot more affordable here in Europe. Absolutely, in yeah. Like, we were in Konya, not known for skiing, very easy. But to rent skis and a ski pass for me for one day was 45 euros. Right, right. <laughs> it was nothing. That is kind of uh, cheap, though, actually. Yeah, I mean, I'm a beginner, so I just spent the whole time. Oh, uh, okay, on the bunny slope. slope. How did yeah. it go? Good, good. I only fell once. Okay, excellent. It was spectacular, though. It was a good fall. So how was your move in? Like, how? what was your experience like? I mean, today, I want to keep it short, and, and then yeah. we'll talk about what we want to do with this, this series. But So give me your first week into the Dolce Vita, besides the um, Wi-Fi problem. You know, it's interesting. It's just like, I guess, another interesting thing that I think we take for granted in the States is how we can use our larger home appliances in together at the same time without the energy turning off <laughs> blowing um, up the fuse i didn't i didn't know that the normal kilowatt is three kilowatts and if you want to pay more you can get six kilowatts yeah. i guess mm-hmm. i we learned this the hard way as we we were running the dishwasher the oven and the washing machine all at the same time and then whoop, yep. the power went out <laughs> So I, you know, luckily I knew where the fuse box was. I turned it back on and I called the landlord and he was like, oh, no, no, Jeff, two Americani. 
Yeah. And Italia non, non, non funziona insieme. So you can't do it all together. Yeah. But did you also note that the appliances, like, you know, even the washing machines and the dishwasher, they run for a very, very, very long time here? So long. I know. It's all the little, like, the beauty of this. One reason, you know, when my wife and I were going back and forth about, you know, can we do this? Should we do this? Part of it was like the challenge to add a challenge to our life. You know, we've lived in New York for over a decade. We're used to everything and I love it. I love our apartment. I love our neighborhood. I love our community there. But it's beautiful to be challenged in this way. Like the simple things that you take for granted, like where does the soap go in the machine? Um, (laughs) You know, what is this thing that says number of spins? Right. Um, You know, we've learned that to get our clothes somewhat dry before we hang them up, we need 500 spins. Right. You know, the oven is so small. Like, I don't think a Thanksgiving turkey could fit in this no, oven. No, no. I mean, I have one, but it's it's a professional oven, you know? Right. This, this oven is really small. But have you actually got a dryer? No, like, we just have a You just, yeah. So where do you hang your clothes? Like outside? We, in the- we have, it's an ingenious setup. So our building was cool. It was built in 1936. Okay. The ceilings are like 12, I don't know how tall they are. They're they're really, really, they're They're taller than an apartment in New York. And so they created this pulley system and we have a little hook and you pull the pulley down and there's a big long bar that could feed a whole sheet on like a king size bed. And then you just pull up the pulley and it dries all above in the laundry room. The whole laundry room looks like, they look like flags basically hanging from the ceiling, but it might be instead of flags, it's like underwear, uh, you know, (laughs) sheets, towels. So you're now having the Italian class every day, right? So you're not doing any winery visits. I mean, or, or, or you have a half a day. Right now, since we're so fresh, we're trying to really stay as a unit to be with the family and right. understand. Like, I want to learn about Torino. So we bought, of the many things that are beautiful in Italy, there's a huge pride for the museums and the cultural artifacts of the country. And there's this museum pass that's good for Val d'Aosta, Lombardia, and Piemonte. I didn't even know that. That's fantastic. And, and so we all bought one from each of the family. It has over 400 museums that we just show the card. We get to walk in for free. Mm-hmm. And we went to the Palazzo Reale here, which is the, the palace that where Emanuele to the second mm-hmm. and all the other family of the Savoy lived. And that was really beautiful. And we're going to go to the Mole, which is the, the museum of film here in Torino this weekend. So right now we're kind of like, we're trying to be Torinese, trying to, like, I don't even have, this is the saddest part, I don't even have any wine in my house. I just go buy, there's a Enoteca. Isn't that fantastic? Yeah, (laughs) it's crazy. Normally I have hundreds of bottles of wine in my house and now I just, we buy as we need. We go to the Enoteca around the corner. I've already made a relationship with the owner and she's super cool and she's like, oh, try this. What have you been drinking this week so far? The other day we had uh, the Regaliali Narella Mascalese Rosato. Okay. Um, one of my favorite things on the planet is roast chicken. So Giro Rosto, yeah. right? And there's this company called Santa Rita Giro Rosto. I don't, right. I don't know if it's just in Piedmont. I don't know if it's all of Italy, but I've seen two stores here in Piedmont or in, in Torino. And you go there, you buy the whole chicken and they have wine. They had like seven bottles of wine. And it was like, it was Choretto. It was Regaliali. It was like good really yeah good good quality wine not base yeah eight euro a chicken some salsicha and some patate oh my god everyone's going to be moving to torino now (laughs) (laughs) it was the best it was the best i was like this is great yeah you are living the dream now with all the highs and downs right ups and downs you you know 
luckily there's, you know, the hardest part was getting the visa. Right. Um, and, you know, it's a waiting game, right? Mm-hmm. Like we, we could have been here sooner, had the visa come here sooner, but it didn't come until August. And that just kind of screwed everything up for right. school. And, but otherwise, you know, the beauty is these challenges and the little things like, you know, like the, the laundry, the, the oven, the, the dishwasher's different. But even going to the store, like, you know, you, you don't touch the fruit when you go to the frutaria, right? Or yeah. the, the produce Fru- shop. Yes. What yeah. are they called? Fruttivendola. Um, Fruttivendola, right? The fruit, like, I don't, don't the, quote me, though. My Italian sucks after having been here schoolings of years, but. Yeah, the, the owner of the shop was like, did this to me. I was like, oh, mi dispiace, non yeah. toccare. Yeah. Um, and, and so that's, it's just learning those kind of things, which is fun. And it's, it's, uh, it's a challenge. And, you know, the other hard challenge is the garages here. So we had to get a car. Right. And the garages are extremely small. So it takes me like 20 <laughs> What kind of to, car did you get? I have a small, like it's a Citroen C4. So it's like right, a baby right. Toyota RAV4. Right, you know, right, right. And it's, I just am not used to the size of it, so I don't really understand. You know, we have to take a specific turn to get it oh, into yeah, it the just building. Takes, it just takes practice. But you can see, like on the side of the wall, hundreds <laughs> of cars just ramming into the garage, like with all no, the paints, right? Yeah. yeah, with no care, you could like years of layers, yeah, of cars yeah, just like scraping the side. No, it's it's fantastic. So I think I'm gonna wrap it up for today. It was just a hello, and it, you know you're so it's such a good sport. And I think we'll just have just fun talking about your Italian life, la dolce vita, and si. we'll talk about, of course, some wines and you know Italian lifestyle and the winery visits and the food. Of course, is yes. amazing. So I think there's a lot to talk about, and I love getting your perspective as the fresh Texan in. Yeah. Torino. So I hope our audience can join us every Thursday whenever we can get Wi-Fi. Like next, right. I think two Thursdays from now, I'll be traveling to Austria, for example. But hopefully there's some Wi-Fi. So actually I'm driving because it's easier oh. to drive. And there's some areas there's no connectivity whatsoever because mm. I've done that trip before. So You've done we'll see. Yeah. yeah, it'll be That's fun. The other thing before you go, like the one thing we're super excited yeah. about, we've mapped it out each each month. We were picking a different city within Europe to go visit for just like 36 hours. Oh, you're just kidding. Just to go to, to okay. Vienna or to Bar- Barcelona or wherever because it's so close and like the, the airline cost or the train cost is is relatively inexpensive as it compared to like leaving New York. You know, there's nothing that's like 40 euro to take a flight to Amsterdam. Right, right, right. So, right. Okay. Just make so. sure those like those low cost flights go out to like a... A completely a different yeah. airport. So just be careful with that. Exactly. Well, that's like Torino basically is based around these low cost right, airlines right, right. at the airport here. So it is going to be cool. Well, I thank you very, very much, Stevie, for this. So idea. listen, benvenuto in Italia, Jeff Porta. And that is out. We're signing off, but we will be back next Thursday, same time, half past one. So same join place. us and we can, maybe we can have guests sometimes, you know, we can exactly. invite guests and we can, you know, they can ask Arrive. you questions too. Okay. Perfecto. Ciao. Ciao. Ciao ragazzi. Ciao, Ciao Jeff. Ciao. Listen to the Italian Wine Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. We're on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Himalaya FM, and more. 
don't forget to subscribe and rate the show. If you enjoy listening, please consider donating through italianwinepodcast.com. Any amount helps cover equipment, production, and publication costs. Until next time, cin cin.